Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrime, cyber news, and new cybercrime. I'm your host, Chloe Tonus, and today we have a very interesting new malware to look at. And it could be in your home, but not on your computer. Most cybercrimes that exploit networks specifically are targeted at corporations. It makes sense. Corporate networks are huge and have potentially very valuable data. The truth is, however, that regular people also have valuable data. Think about it. Companies sell our data all the time to advertisers in hopes that we buy their products. And federal agents are able to place you at the scene of a crime based on the signals coming from your cell phone. This malware exploits not enterprise routers, but Soho. Small office, home office routers. Like the one you have in your home, and could even be using right now to listen to this very podcast. Routers in a home are rarely updated or monitored, which makes them a great device to target. ZooRat is a malware that has begun to target routers from Netgear, Cisco, Asus, and Draytech in both North America and Europe. It's thought to be a heavily modified version of a malware called Mirai, which targets Internet of Things devices by brute forcing into improperly updated devices. We'll talk more about Mirai next week. Before the routers are compromised, they are scanned for a variety of vulnerabilities that would allow remote access, so the malware can jump right in and do what it wants. In fact, the RAT in ZooRat stands for Remote Access Trojan, and as the name suggests, it is malware that allows the controller remote administrative access. With this type of high-level access, ZooRat can capture packages being transmitted over your router, such as requests to visit certain websites, and it's also capable of redirecting your connections. It can change an HTTP request to visit a web page so that you visit a malicious website instead of the one you wanted to actually go to. And it can modify DNS, or domain name system records, to do the same thing. DNS records are usually stored in your device for some time, so to get rid of any evidence the malware creates, temporary folders are created that will likely no longer exist by the time you suspect something is up and check your router. These are both examples of a man-in-the-middle attack, where the connection between your device and the web service you're trying to communicate with are compromised and are read or modified in the middle of the transmission. ZooRat has also been able to infect devices laterally. In other words, it can infect other routers through your router and spread that way, if, let's say, you have two different routers that communicate with each other. This would be the case in more of a small office rather than a home, but it can still happen, and now your entire network, even with different routers, is compromised. This malware also deploys some very sophisticated custom Trojan horses, malware that disguises itself as being legitimate applications. One is called C Beacon, and it is able to target Windows systems, and another is called Go Beacon, which can likely infect both Linux and Mac devices, so no operating system is safe. These Trojans allow the hackers behind them to download or upload files, run commands on the actual computers this time, and persistently stay on your network. These capabilities are pretty scary because that means personal documents can be copied and other potentially malicious files can be directly uploaded to your device. Another sneaky thing this malware does is use some routers infected with it as a proxy server. A proxy server is a machine between your computer and the internet, and they're mostly used to conceal your IP address. You tell the proxy what your request is, and the proxy asks the website for the request on your behalf. So the web server thinks the proxy is the one who is requesting it, and not you, and, well, the proxy has a different IP address than you do. A proxy server can be combined with a firewall to filter malicious traffic from entering your network. 
And, well, a firewall is mostly just a filter for malicious traffic entering your network. And a proxy can just be an extra layer in between. I think based on what I've told you about this malware, though, we can kind of guess that it's not going to be blocking any malicious traffic from your router. But it uses routers as a proxy server to disguise the IP of its CNC, or Command and Control server, which is the server the hacker uses to control the malware. So, if we're trying to trace down who is behind this malware, we will trace it to some random router instead of the actual server. This campaign is highly sophisticated and was difficult to detect. Forensic evidence suggests it was first launched in 2020, and, well, 2020 was a great year to launch this type of campaign with the number of people working from home offices. Think about it. If you're doing work from home and you're not on an encrypted company VPN, the malware can still see what you're doing and can potentially still gain access to important corporate data on your personal or company-provided device. So far, only an estimated number of 80 targets have been impacted, but those targets were all able to be detected and there are possibly many more waiting to be discovered. Due to its sophistication, some theorize that this is part of some sort of state-sponsored campaign or from some very experienced active persistent threat group, which is a well-established hacking group that causes a lot of issues in the world. Oftentimes, a location of these threats are estimated and their techniques are well recorded, so we can try to guess who may be causing certain attacks in the world. However, no official links have been made so far to any ATP. So how can you protect against this malware? Well, the simplest way to avoid getting infected in the first place is to update your router. If your ISP provides your router, you're most likely set as they'll provide security updates for you. If it's your own router that you purchased and set up yourself, you need to go to the router's web interface to update the security settings, and by doing this, you need to find the IP address of your router and type it into your address bar on your web browser. I think the easiest way to find the IP address of your router is to open the command prompt, type in ipconfig, and look under the default gateway section. I would like to give a special thank you to Black Lotus Labs, which is the first lab that discovered the Zuorat malware. And of course, a thank you to Hacker News, Bleeping Computer, HelpNet Security, and MSSP Alert for information on this new malware. And of course, I'd like to thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. And until next time, update your routers and stay secure.